0: Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business, IBB Talks. Today we're going to talk about a subject that I uh, arrived at because I'm a radio speaker, or a speaker on a radio station in one of the distant uh, regions of the country of Uganda. And it's translated into a a language called Runyon Kori, and I'm able to talk to whoever's in that listening audience, I don't know, but they say they're getting some good feedback. And we have an opportunity to to talk to them and 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 then uh I'll take about of an hour long program. I take about uh, forty minutes of my presentation and then we entertain questions and a lot of times the next time we have a, a talk, I take a question that's uh, been presented and uh, go into depth on that. And a lot of times these are questions that have come up before in my 40 years of being in business and working with people in the last 30 years around the world. And so one of the questions was legit and he says, you know, how in the world can I pay all my taxes? It's killing me. My taxes are crazy expensive. and Uh, I'm uh, telling you, nobody that I know of loves to pay taxes. I don't like to pay taxes. I don't know anybody that says, oh, I'm excited about paying my taxes, but it's a real issue. It's a real issue because you have the tax Collector coming around, especially as your business starts growing, and you know, even in the Old Testament, tax collectors were not loved, and and but they're just doing their job. They might do it right, and they might do it not so good, but that's their job. And so we have to learn how to deal with that. And so uh, one of the things I really emphasize that uh, a person, and I emphasize to them in this in this uh, foreign discussion was first of all, what are your Uh, knowledge and how good are your records that's number one you need to have good record keeping anyway see records uh, in America are primarily uh, for two purposes and for a long time Uh, My primary purpose was I had to keep my records so I would pay my taxes. And then later on, I said, you know, this is crazy. I'm not doing my taxes, preparing my taxes until like 18 months, 10 months, 12 months after the end of the year, and I'm trying to relive all the things and find all those receipts. This is not working very good. I got to have these done very timely and have a system so that my record keeping is current virtually all the time or at least within a week uh, at any given time or at least within a week after the end of the month. But this doesn't happen. You don't know what you did 30 days ago. And so you've got to create a system, and I had to create a system that would not only uh, be preparing my taxes, but in my case, it's another subject, I had to use my uh, accounting as a, a, as a uh, managing tool so I could see where I was at like before it's too late. But on that subject of taxes in a lot of your cases you have a situation where you don't have good records You have to have some good records, and I uh, Emphasized again in in our style of doing things every country may be a little different But we have we ask and receive from all of our Vendors and from all of my personal purchases including the use of my credit card. I have a receipt now when I use my credit card, I have more than one. I have one specifically for work and one for a couple for other things like ministry and, and my personal expenses. But at the end of the day, I'm in a habit. I will tell you, my wife helps me keep keeping this habit because I must bring back a receipt. For every purchase I make, I must have a receipt. And that's just drilled into me. I know that. It's just a part of the pattern. It's not a big issue. I might forget one, and I'll write down, hey, forgot receipt, and they'll accept my word and put a little note. This is what I bought. I didn't have the official receipt. But by having receipts, now I have documents in the file. What for? For the tax verification. So if anybody wants to audit me, I can say, listen, here's my records. I'll show you our system and process. And you just, I could tell the auditor, it's never happened, but I could tell the auditor, just pick up any expense in there, and I'll pick out and show you that our system has a proof that this expense was for the taxes, an expense that was legitimate for taxes. And so knowing and getting your accounting in order is a must from several different directions. But in this case, it is very essential that you know what your profit is, because most uh, company countries are uh, designed, and they better be designed to collect taxes based on the profit. And if you have good tax records, of course, profit for definition is the total of all of your income. That's when you sold something, the money came in, and now you have a record and documentation for all of your expenses that you bought something that was related to that income, related to your business. And so there's where you are responsible. For that and I will tell you that if you just have that in order you're going to surprise that tax collector in most foreign countries because many businesses around the world until they get bigger if you want to stay like a little bitty business and never grows just don't listen to me okay I'm just telling you I've done it that way but when I wanted to grow into a bigger business I had to deal with my taxes and better accounting number two do you really know what the law is it was interesting when I was talking in this foreign country. I said, Do you know what the law is for taxes and there was a pause Nobody knew what the law was and I had the day just a little bit before had searched on my Google search and it had to be the country of Uganda and I says tax how uh, uh, tax Liabilities for country of Uganda and it pulled up told me pretty well what I needed to know right there now I don't know if it was accurate I I just believe it was accurate. But at least if you're in a country, you've got to know what your laws are related to your taxes. Am I legitimately paying the right percentage? Is it being calculated correctly? And what kind of expenses are legitimate expenses? So that I know how to prepare my taxes. But I need to know what the law is. Now, when you're small and getting started, you know, you can study and you get an overview and, and, and you can figure that out. As time grew on and my taxes get a little more complicated, I'm fortunate that my daughter happens to be a very good and professional tax accountant. And so she helps me with the knowledge of what's happening and changing in our country and what how the tax laws are changing, but I'm still ultimately the the single person that is re- responsible for the knowledge of what taxes are liable and what taxes are, 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 I, are I'm responsible for. And, you know, you can have a bookkeeper that's recording things for you. You don't have to be the bookkeeper. I don't advise that because you're too busy doing other things. But delegate and say, hey, here's where I want the, the, the ledger in. It. The bookkeeper is a little bit different than the tax advisor. And so you need to have both, in my opinion. Now, here's what I think is going to happen. When the tax collector comes knocking on your door they currently are probably commissioned by the their boss to come out and get as much taxes as they can get and when they see that you're not orderly and you don't have any idea they can slap a number on you real easy you don't have any way to defend yourself now i would say be extremely polite but also be very polite and firm to say mr tax collector I have a knowledge right here, and I have a copy of, here's the correct tax calculation. How did you come with, with that tax number? I'd like to see how you came up with that. And they say, now I have my records here, and they're in really good order. Would you like to see them? Well, my guess is that tax collector is going to go, oops, I think I ought to go down to the next person and and, and talk with them. And I'm going to collect the correct amount of taxes, but I'm not going to challenge this because they have power in knowledge. Now, I've got to touch on this. You cannot, in my opinion, have the mindset that I won't pay taxes. If you want roads, schools, libraries, uh, fire department, uh, police department, somebody has to pay taxes. So I'm suggesting that you pay your fair share, just your fair share. Use that say I'm going to pay my fair share, and that's all. I'm going to arrange my business affairs in the least taxable manner allowed by the laws in my country. So I can arrange my, tax, my numbers, not, not falsify them, not change them, but I can present them in a way that has all the facts and this is what my taxes are due. And I will tell you that to the best of my knowledge, I have paid taxes fairly all of my business career. I didn't like it, I don't like to pay taxes any more than you do, but I honestly believe God makes up the difference. Uh, It's kind of weird to say. It's kind of like if you're a tither, how can 90% pay uh, of your money spend and go as long as 100%? Well, I've given 10% of my personal household budget to God. But in the business arena, I think if you will pay your fair taxes, God will make up that difference for you. I believe, and there's a verse in the Bible where Jesus was called upon this exact same question, little few verses, and they came to him and said, Should we pay these taxes? And he says, Go out there and fish. And they picked this fish. This is a miracle. And the, in the mouth of the fish was a coin that was sufficient. And he says, This phone... This, this, this coin is f- sufficient to pay my taxes and I think several of the other people's taxes in the group, I think. I'm not sure of that. And he says, pay unto Caesar's what's Caesar's and to God, unto God what's God's. There you have an endorsement that Jesus himself said, pay under Caesar's what's Caesar's. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.